Rusty Quill presents. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Previously on Planet Arcana. Last time, our heroes found themselves in Vlad's dream network bedchamber, surrounded by fire-spewing goats, with the fearsome Crater Wayne impaled upon Vlad's longsword. Though they wound the names Feratu in combat, he is regenerated by the pulsating light of his many golden threads. However, the crew discovers they can inhibit Vlad's self-healing by using what they've learned about him in the manifestation tier to shake his self-confidence. But the realization comes too late as Vlad and his goats have already worn our heroes down. With Celestine unconscious and Riot and Crater barely holding themselves upright, Riot makes a desperate attempt to flee by leading her companions out of the networks. And so she does. But on their way back to reality, all three are overcome by a message of sorts, similar to the one Celestine experienced the last time they left the networks. But this message imparts bizarre and shocking revelations about the history of the networks and the history of the Fifth Collide itself. Awake once more amongst the black silk of Vlad's bed, the crew's escape is facilitated by Finale 13. With a little help from the Paragarden Fae, of course. As they leave Vlad's mansion in the rearview mirror, Riot and Crater comfort Celestine, who is racked with guilt at his inability to prevent their failure. Physically and emotionally drained, the crew have barely a moment to collect themselves before they are approached by a group of Diplos and taken into custody on suspicion of theft of digital property from none other than Beef's Impartial. I can hear you. I can hear the cacophony coming from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork, the neon, the networks. Oh, these metropolises, these, these verdant, desolate biomes. Oh. The fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find. All it takes is a friend. All 
takes perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. And so you are taken by the Diplos into their vehicle, across to the waterfall, and then high, high up to the very top of Paragarden, the Pay Zones Sector 9. The doors open and the Diplo vehicle drives out to an immediate bombardment of triumphant melody from a few fanfare bots who exist solely to play their welcoming fanfare each time the elevator arrives. <laughs> the ad chads and vendor bots are far less aggressive and there's more wide open space in this zone. Buildings are less clustered, the mist less prevalent, and the streets are hauntingly perfect, devoid of even a stray piece of gum stuck to the pavement. Looking around you... Everyone is dressed in sharp, expensive outfits, fit for business and spending. Your escorts drive through this opulent zone, eventually entering the lush Evergreen Park, as a nearby sign informs you, and you proceed down a promenade to Canopy Court, which you recognize from J. Detective's description of Edict's trial. Before you, a large, frosted glass brick building whose entire roof is glass, But you are driven to the rear of this edifice, where stands another, smaller brick building, the Sector 9 Jail. In quick succession, the three of you are fingerprinted by a trio of Diplos, led to a holding room with three barred cells, one for each of you, and are read your rights, which are as follows. As valued citizens of the Fifth Collide, we the Diplos make our suspects the following guarantees. One, while under custody of the Diplos, the suspects are entitled to physical and or mental care as deemed necessary by the Diplos or as requested within reason by the suspects. Two, as suspects of alleged Category C crimes beheld by multiple credible witnesses, you are obligated to participate in an interrogation. Three, reasonable evidence shall be determined through individual interrogation. Four, without reasonable evidence of a crime, the Diplos may not, A, may not keep the suspects in custody longer than 24 hours, B, may not seize or examine the suspect's property, C, may not utilize devices and or magic to assess the credibility of the suspect's statements, i.e. zone of truth. Before they guide you into your cells and lock the doors, you are informed that interrogations will begin in the morning. And then, you are alone, in a room that is sufficient for comfort, yet devoid of distinguishing features save for a sink, a toilet, a bed, and four cameras at each corner of the ceiling. You wake up after a long eight-ish hours of waiting, conveniently, just about the amount of time you would need for a long rest. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Celestine's so incredibly nervous here. Celestine's about to be thrown into to the deep end in a situation that is absolutely out of his comfort zone lying and and uh you know being questioned by authority figures is is not good for him so celestine is going to as he did in the battle against scavenge is going to turn to the arcana for help and (gasps) in doing so is going to cast divination and focuses attention, I think, primarily on the star, because it seems like the star has been the one to come to his aid in the past. From what I can tell, it seems like the star's goals are are somewhat in line with what Celestine wants. I'm going to ritual cast divination, and I want to ask the Arcana, how do me and my friends get the Diplos to let us go and leave us alone? <laughs> you sit in your room 
on your plane bed in a room with just a sink, a toilet, and four cameras, and you sit and ritual cast a spell and try to call out to the star for aid once more to escape a sticky situation that you've ended up in. All right, I know you're out there. You've shown yourself to me before and you've asked things of me, but now I'm, I need to ask another thing of you. Please, please tell me how, how I get myself and my friends out of this. And you hear back in a familiar voice. If you would like to show your teeth, turn their attention to beefs. You have to show your teeth. <laughs> that was horrifying in that voice. <laughs> We're back on beef's teeth. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Necessity is the mother of invention. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. There is one more thing I think that I would like to do. And I'll do this, I guess, like right before we're going to be taken into the interrogation. Um, I'm going to cast Enhance Ability on myself mm, nice. for mm. Eagle Splendor so I get advantage on all charisma checks. Really good idea. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll turn our attention to another cell. Riot, is there something you're preparing? I feel like there's got to be some awareness of direction as to where Celestine and Crater are, like when we were put in those cells. Yeah. And I want to try to cast uh, just a message to each of them. Ooh, okay. Just so we can have our story be straight. And I'm going to have our three names, Steve, Brando, the Lethargy, and I'm going to I'm gonna hazard a guess and say Bentley Davis, question mark. <laughs> and then underneath be like acquaintances on a trip, CGA's question mark, just to kind of get this, the general awareness for a story. Just to clarify, I think message, it's like a walkie talkie. So like you can like speak to us. Oh, it's. I thought it said uh, one foot of. Spikes. I like. I like the flavor of it though. Yeah, that's cool okay. though. Yeah, like, like passing a note. Okay. Yeah. However you want to flavor it, I'm fine with. I like the flavor though. If it if it's better for you to be able to speak it, then we can do it like that. I think it's better for me to not speak it because of the cameras, personally. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Nice. Okay. So the other two can respond back if they would like. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming Riot, you kind of like sent out a like a. A similar message to both of them. So yes, if, yeah. If there is anything either of you would like to respond, I'll just respond. Yeah, in town here to party. <laughs> Love it. Understood. Perhaps we call beef's integrity into question. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. The flavor of that message coming through, like I, I like to picture that, like uh, just like over Crater's eyes, only he can see. Just like, it's like a text message that just come kind of scrolls by. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Like a Google Glass situation. Yeah, yeah oh, exactly. Amazing. <laughs> and, and what a cool flavor way for like the influencer to send a message. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Nice, nice, nice. Text. Ooh, Crater. If you'd like to prepare for something, please go ahead. But if not, do you just want to tell us how you're feeling? I think Crater is just sitting patiently on the edge of his bed. He's looking kind of smug. You know, I haven't had to be interrogated by the police in a very long time, and I'm like kind of <laughs> excited for it. Where I get really socially awkward at parties, and like I don't like being around a lot of people and like being in the spotlight. But this is like completely different. This is like showtime for Crater. <laughs> so I'm just I'm patiently just sitting on the, on the edge of my bed, slowly tapping my knee. It's like looking at the clock, waiting for it to reach 
8 a.m., I guess. Yeah, it was probably, it was like the wee hours of the morning by the time they came around. So it's probably closer to like uh, 11 or noon by the time you're finally uh, interrupted, (laughs) I suppose. Perfect. After your eight hours of rest, preparation, maybe just sort of nervous sitting and waiting, it's a long time that you have to wait. But finally... You're collected by three separate Diplos and simultaneously brought to three separate investigation rooms, each the exact same as the last. Striated gray carpet tile, a singular rectangular table, cheap chairs. On the table, a single glass of lukewarm water, a bowl of all sorts licorice, and some dry biscuits. We are going to physically separate the players at this point and have individual interrogations. Without reasonable evidence of a crime, the Diplos may not A. May not keep the suspects in custody for more than 24 hours. B. May not seize or examine the suspect's property. C. May not utilize devices and or magic to assess the credibility of the suspect's statements. I.e. zone of truth. Please Please confirm confirm and understand understand your rights. rights. Confirmed. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I think so. Yes, yes. Um, that was a lot, but, um, but, but yes, I, I think I understand. Think so is legally good enough for me. <laughs> Celestine, you recognize your, uh, the Diplo that's been assigned to you as Jurisprudence Lee, the person who, while you were on the cliffside with 13, they were the one who approached you and, uh, sort of read out that you were being apprehended. Jurisprudence Lee having led you to the interrogation room. She puts up a leg on the one empty chair that you're sitting across from and leans forward and gestures to the bowl of all sorts on the table. All sorts? Oh, um, may I? Is that, is that for, for anybody? It's absolutely for anybody, and I think I might even join you, Steve. I, uh, I gotta tell you, I'm sorry for the delay. It's been crazy around here. One of our deep lows got caught with rat in his pocket. Oh, there's, my stars. I, I, I know, I tell you, there's, uh, there's so many new people coming into the city for CGA, and at the same time, a bunch of us are away setting up creation point watches. On top of it all, our intercom is on the fritz, and, uh, well, you don't, uh... You don't need to hear my life story. I, I'm sorry that it's been a, a trying day for you. Well, I appreciate that, Steve, but I would also appreciate it if you avoided ingratiating yourself to me while we have a suspect deep low relationship. <laughs> but what about after? Like, if all this goes well, might we, I don't know, get a drink, swap stories? If all this goes well, Steve, you and I will be eating all sorts at a bar in the pay zone someday. But for now, I'd like you to walk me through your day two days ago. All right. So Celestine uh, is extremely nervous to be in a situation like this. Uh, Definitely the first time he's ever been questioned by the police and uh, um, trying to keep Riot in the back of his mind. He's going to do his best here, um, but lean into his natural kind of innocence and naivete. Oh, um, two days ago, my, two days ago, what, what, what happened two days ago? I, I, it's been such an exciting time since I've been in, in Paragarden. What a lovely city with so many interesting things to do here. I, I, uh-huh. uh, two, two, two days ago went out. Now, what was that? What did I do two days ago? Oh, um, well, oh, oh, 
I bought some new clothes. That's what I, I, I definitely did that two days ago. In fact, this shirt right here where I got this, uh, this, this, this insignia here is from my mall. Did you see? That's very nice, Steve. All right. Well, I suppose that's not what you were asking about. <laughs> my, my, my clothes and, and whatnot. Um, well, that, uh, that same day I did, um, uh, well, I, I, I did a little, little door knocking for the star, you understand? Uh, just a little, uh, uh, spreading the word. H- have you heard the word of the star? I've heard all kinds of words, Steve, but today I'm interested in the word of what occurred two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, proselytizing the star, tell me more. Uh, oh, w- w- well, I, um, uh, I was, uh, just knocking on some doors to see if I could find some folks that would be willing to have a chat uh, about the star. Um, And, uh, uh, well, I did try some people down in the play zone, but they suggested that I might have better luck up in the stay zone, so I made my way up there and, and uh, uh, well, I knocked on some doors and I had some chats, I suppose. Let me ask you this, Steve. During these chats, what would you say were the three most interesting things that occurred? Uh, oh, oh. Oh, the three most? I mean, there were several interesting things that occurred. You have so much... And there is an interruption over the intercom as Steve attempts to summarize the three most notable things. And you hear, you're going out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you grab me an egg flight? Well done. Yeah, yeah. No. No, I paid for them last time. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks. And jurisprudently just pinches the bridge of her nose and gestures to you to to go on. Where is the best egg flight in the city? (laughs) I I haven't had one since I've been here. I'm a vegetarian, Steve. I couldn't tell (laughs) you. All right, fair enough. Oh, wait, I mean, I'm a vegan, Steve. I couldn't tell you. Of course, of course, my, my apologies. I, I meant no no offense, of course, uh, jurisprudence, Lee. Um, uh, where, where, where were we then? Apology accepted. Three most notable things that happened two days ago. Anyone notable that you talked to? Anyone notable that you seen? Oh, well, I mean... I would like to think that everybody is noteworthy when it comes to uh, the star and 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 their their value and their hopes and their dreams and and their purpose and all of that. Uh, um, so h- how could I possibly pick one or two or three uh, people that were interesting or important? I I I, I don't know. Um, well, uh... I see. Celestine is the, that thing where, like, you, you know how when someone just doesn't respond very much, you just start to sweat a little harder? <laughs> I feel like that's where Celestine's at right now. Just like, uh... uh <laughs> Can I offer you a cloth for your condensation, Steve? Oh, yes, thank you so much. I would appreciate that. I, I, I don't want to rust my gears. <laughs> all right, now, all right, settle down. So, let me uh, put it this way. How did you conclude your day two days ago i i did i did have a uh conversation with um with somebody in uh the state zone about the the star it, um that 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 is that is what i did and 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 then I, at the end of the day well i i i spent 
time with my with my friends who you've met um and we uh well we shared a joint by your lovely waterfall and that was uh that was a, a delightful time two friends who i've met sharing a perfectly legal joint by a waterfall noted now that i think of it uh i'm sorry i'm a little nervous might i Am I allowed to smoke in here? I don't see why not, Steve. I am trying to build rapport with you, after all. <laughs> Confirmed. Crater, you are brought into a room with one of the Diplos who accosted you at the uh, cliffside. You haven't met this particular Diplo before, but she comes in and she sits opposite the table you, uh, from you. She's got bushy brown hair, big builds, sort of a kind face. Her name tag says Undercover Sam, she, her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's sort of like tiredly. Whatever. <laughs> she, she tiredly sits down across from you. Look, I'm... Honestly, I'm sorry for the delay. Totally unanticipated. It's been so crazy around here. One of our Diplos got caught with rad in his pocket. There's so many new people. Yeah, if you can believe it. Coming in the city for CGA. We're understaffed. A bunch of us are away setting up the creation point watches. Our intercom is on the fritz. It's just... Oh, it's just so much. How are you understaffed? I thought they did, I thought they diverted a bunch of funding from like the hospitals to like your departments over here. That doesn't like, sound like something we established in a previous episode. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, Bentley. Listen, I'm going to be straight with you. Just trying to get all the stories in order. Uh, would you mind walking me through your day two days ago? Two days ago? Yeah, yeah, two days ago. Um... I don't know. We like I've been in I've been in Paragarden here for a couple of days. Just been partying. It's, like it's kind of been all been a blur. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I understand that. That's sort of a lot of experiences <laughs> for people who are coming to Paragarden for the first time. Uh, did you party anywhere notable two days ago? I I remember being down by some water and getting really wet. That's uh, pretty much. Yeah, I've been hanging out hanging out down in the spray zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywhere in particular in the spray zone? Ah, it's not important. <laughs> it's it might not be, and it might be. I would. Can I, appreciate- can I ask why I've been arrested here? Like, so I'm I'm ten hours in. You can only legally hold me for another fourteen hours. If you're not going to directly accuse me of something, I'm probably just going to sit here in silence and wait out my next fourteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> you are obviously welcome to do that. We did provide some snacks, uh, all sorts, licorice, uh, a couple biscuits. These fucking dry-ass biscuits you guys always have on these tables? Hell no, I'm not touching those. (laughs) All right, listen. Um, Over the intercom, suddenly here. You're going out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you grab me an egg flight? Well done. Yeah, yeah. No. No, I paid for them last time. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Oh my god, I didn't even get my order in. Oh, this goes just so much. Okay, sorry about that. Again, been kind of crazy around here. The reason we brought you in is because there has been theft of digital property, as we mentioned. How do you steal digital property? Isn't everything just like online these days? What What do you think digital property is? <laughs> I don't know. Like I have like 
I don't know, on like this pip thing, I have like an email thing that I haven't, I don't know, it's, there's like a big blue icon at the top right corner that says 9,999 on it. Oh, God. I, I haven't looked at it in forever. <laughs> like, if someone wants to steal that stuff from me, I don't, like, fucking go for it. He's doing me a favor. I, like, that's a crime to steal that kind of stuff? I, I'm just going to ignore this, and I'm just going to go back to my previous question, <sighs> just to get your story straight. There's nowhere notable that you went two days ago, even while partying, other than the spray zone in general. Did you leave the spray zone at all? Yeah, I've been all over this town. Two days ago specifically. Two days ago. (laughs) Look, lady, I have been fucked up beyond belief the past 72 hours. This is the best sleep that I've gotten since I've been in Paragarden was in this holding cell. Oh. I've been everywhere. It's been all a blur. I don't know what else to tell you. Undercover Sam. Thank you. Oh, man, that yawn. I feel you, to be honest. (laughs) It's been so crazy around here. Yeah. I'm so sorry for the delay. One of our Diplos got caught with Rad in his pocket. There's been so many new people coming into the city for CGA. A bunch of us are away setting up creation point watches. We're understaffed. Our intercom is on the fritz. It's just been a day. Riot or Brando. You are led in by one of the three Diplos that accosted you at the cliffside where you were sitting with 13. You hadn't seen them before. You see this person come in. Um, They're pretty tall, uh, a little gangly, very cropped short hair, a very neat haircut, um, and sort of a tired looking face. And they sit down across from you on their name tag. It says regular Sam, they, them. (laughs) (laughs) it's just been a day are you okay thank you do you do not need to concern yourself with my well-being i do appreciate it let's just get through what we need to get through here um brando here with you would you mind walking me through your day two days ago uh let's see i've been in town for a couple days i'm kind of living the city life leading up to the CGAs, enjoying that energy. Mostly two days ago? Two days ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. I slept until about one and then kind of just carted around town, mostly just taking in the action, uh, trying to get my eyes on some CGA competitors, uh, You know, Mm -hmm. checking out the sites. Anyone in particular you had your eyes on? Well, I'm really interested in meeting Team Sprocket because I (laughs) did a review of their show like five years ago and uh, they haven't forgiven me since. So I just wanted to meet them in person and tell them how boring they were. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, you know, that was my main, you know, it was just uh, a little little catch-up that I wanted to do. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm not interested to see some... I've heard some cool buzz. There's this band called The Damn Good on Wilds that I've heard about. I'm just like, I'm so excited to see what they're all about because there is buzz. Damn Good on Wilds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool. Good to know. So, uh, oh, uh, all sorts? Licorice? Uh, like salted? Like what's... Uh, I don't know if I've ever had that before. I've never had them either, to be honest. They kind of creep me out. I don't like all the different... Sorry, I was just trying to be polite. Let's get back on track. You want? You want? Um, Give me one. That'd be nice. 
Thank you. All right, I'll have one too. All right. right. (laughs) Okay, so you're telling me two days ago you were just walking around trying to catch CGA events. What was the most, let's say, uh, interesting place that you ended up at? Well, I ended up at this, like, death cathedral where I just, like, wandered in and this person, I can't remember their name, but, like, we chatted for a little while and I just, like, told them all my, like, worries. It was just, like, kind of like a church, like, uh, what's it called? You know, when you, like, confess. I feel like I just really, like, got everything off my back. Everything that, like, you know, all my stuff with my mother and... Uh, my father really too Uh, it just kind of like gave me space to like really talk about that and you know like all of my years of uh, I feel like I really took advantage of people uh, in my life uh, and just like you know not really giving back and I, I got to talk to this person about that but it was really cool to see like a death cathedral do you know what I mean like it's like I've never seen anything like that before in my life and like this is my first time in the city so like all these new things it's pretty cool so like I would have to say that like that would probably be the uh, coolest space that I ended up in I would like to go talk to that person again I can't remember their name okay so you're saying that Death Cathedral have heard of it in the phase zone. So you were in the phase zone two days ago. I guess. Any other zones? Uh, I think there was like, I got uh, some water all over me in one that was like pretty wet. Uh, And then I was also like, I went to a party, but like, I was really uh, (laughs) out of sorts. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, you know, I'm bad at direction on a good day. So uh, I was a little turned around, but I can't remember the, the, why do the names all rhyme? You know, it's like, it's so hard to keep them uh, straight in my head. I don't know, but whoever designed the city was a damn genius. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. The name thing, they they should be sued for negligence, but everything else is like, really, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a good time. I don't have my bearings yet, but uh, you know, this is a bit of a curveball. I don't really know what to make of it, but uh, you know. Here we are. Right, yeah. Well, as long as uh, all the stories match up, we should be totally fine. Okay. There's a buzzing over the intercom that interrupts regular Sam. You're going out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you grab me an egg flight? Well done. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, I paid for them last time. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Sorry about that. I mentioned Mm. the intercom on the fritz. Oh, my God. It's really hectic over here i get it i get it okay so just so i understand this you were in the phase zone at the death cathedral you were partying in the spray zone i have to assume i yeah that's i feel like i was sprayed so i feel (laughs) like yeah all right (laughs) all right steve i want to thank you for walking me through your day Two days ago. I'd like to ask you another question. Uh, oh, 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 all right. Are you paying attention, Steve? This one's important. May I write it down, then? Will there be a test afterward? I am the one with the notebook, Steve, and I'm afraid I do not have a second pen. But I will repeat the question, if you so require. Uh, uh sh- please, yes. The question is as follows. Who is Beef's impartial to you? Uh, uh, um... Uh, impartial. Uh, well, I, I, I've never, 
I, I have never met a beef's impartial. That I can I can tell you with a certainty, though I did have a conversation with a a, a cake impartial while I was out knocking on doors, and I believe that they are related. Interesting. A conversation with Cake Impartial, you believe they're related. Something you failed to mention when I asked for three highlights of your day two days ago. Makes a note. That is, uh, of course, my 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 apologies. I, I, I and, 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 and a highlight it, it was, uh, uh, Cake Impartial was a, uh, a very pleasant lady, and, and I, I just, I, it just slipped my mind. Of, of, of course, she was uh, memorable and noteworthy, as were her many, many lemons. I must agree with you there, Steve. Cake is entirely pleasant, and I have benefited from one of her lemons in the past. Ah, so you know <laughs> then. Yes, she, we, we had a very pleasant conversation, and then, well, and then I was, I was, I was on my way, and, then, and that was that. The lemons. <laughs> She sure loves those lemons. So is that the limit of your knowledge of beef, Steve? Uh, my, my, my well, I, 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 I do, um, uh, know, I suppose, that, that he has a, a son. Uh, um, I met, I met Cake's son, Wellington, as, as well. And so, uh, if, if I'm honest, then I, I have to tell you that, yes, I, I know that Beef's has both a wife and a son, and that is my knowledge about Beef's Impartial. And would you say that is the limit of your knowledge of Beef's Impartial? Celestine takes a big hit of his joint, just... Hit of joint, no reply. Yes, that is the limit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's some potent stuff there, Steve. But I accept your answer. Start scribbling. Oh, uh, now, I, I, I believe that I have been as cooperative as I know how to be perhaps you can you can tell me um w- what is it that I I am accused of what w- what is it that y'all think I've done well as stated when we ID'd you and brought you up to the phase on sector 9 you are being accused of theft of digital property oh my stars well what does that mean what what sort of digital property. Well, what it means, Steve, is that I'm here today to acquire reasonable evidence or not to acquire reasonable evidence of such a theft. If after our conversation, reasonable evidence is found, there will be escalation. So it's your job not to give me reasonable evidence. Might I ask, what exactly would constitute reasonable evidence in in such a case. Well, for example, Steve, one could... At this point, um, the door kind of slowly creaks open, and you see sort of a mousy little person walk in. She's got, like, nice pencil skirt on, uh, nice, um, like, blazer matching suit, and she's holding a clipboard close to her chest, and she walks in and she's just like, Hello? Oh, hi. So sorry to interrupt, Drew's Prudence. I just, uh, I, I think I messed up the prince on Steve. Mess them up? I've never known you to mess up a print before. <laughs> I know, it's... I'm sorry, you know, it's just been so crazy. If I could just... If I could just steal him for, for just a few minutes. Absolutely no problem. You go on ahead there. This person leads you, Steve. Just outside the door, she's brought the whole kit... And the way that prints work for androids is not necessarily your actual fingerprints. It could be anywhere on your body that you've set up your print to be, basically. So she just kind of waits for you to present whatever part 
you print with. <laughs> um, and it could be like could be like the back of your neck. It could be like you know sternum, that kind of thing. Like it's just it's wherever your print chip <laughs> might be. Yeah. Uh, all right, I uh, sure I stick out my tongue. Okay, perfect. <laughs> she grabs a print really quickly, Ow. and she just. <laughs> You're tugging on a hard. Hmm. What is it? No, nothing. Uh, nothing at all. Thank you for your cooperation. And Mousy Woman scribbles a note on her sheet. Can I take a uh, a peek at what's on that sheet? Make a perception check. 22. She scribbles just the words print unrecognized. Ooh. She goes to jurisprudence, gives her the note, and just says, so sorry for the interruption. I was never here, and leaves the room. Uh, and jurisprudence sort of gestures you back to your seat in front of the all sorts and dry biscuits and takes a moment to read the note. And as she reads it, her eyes snap up to meet yours, Steve, and there is an intense moment of eye contact. Celestine takes another little pull on his joint. Oh, is is everything all right? That is to be determined, Steve. Shall we continue? Yeah, uh, uh, by all means. All right, Sam uh, does the thing where, like, she kind of, like, leans back in her chair so it's resting on the back two legs and kind of, like, leans back and forth on it. And she's just like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Bentley, what do you know about specialized deep low equipment? Specialized deep low equipment. I don't know if I've ever heard those three words said in that order before. So you couldn't, for example, name or point out any particularly, like, Diplo-specific technology. I mean, I'm not an idiot. I can infer what those three words probably mean. Like, uh, here, here's an example of Diplo technology. Handcuffs. Okay. <laughs> does, that, does that answer your question? Well, in a way. Um, Bentley, who is Beast Impartial to you? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a dumb name. <laughs> <laughs> she looks kind of nervous and, like, looks around almost as, like making sure no one heard that <laughs> uh right am i to understand you don't know beefs impartial no but i you know what you know sometimes when you hear a name and you can picture exactly what a person looks like uh this this is a square man right <laughs> be honest with me it's a square the, man this the shape of beefs is not really of our concern at this moment um okay so you don't know beefs you don't know about any specialized Diplo equipment. Have you ever met Cake Impartial? Cake Impartial? No. Never? Not not that I know of. I don't. That name doesn't ring a bell. I've I've met a lot of people over the last seventy two hours. That name doesn't ring a bell though. I think there's a knock at the door here, and there's sort of a, a nervous, pleasant looking woman who pokes her head in and goes, "Hi, uh, regular Sam." Hi, so sorry, so sorry. Undercover Sam, actually. I totally oh, understand the, the mix-up. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are canonically twins, I think. We hadn't established so that yet. But. I'm so sorry, I've been going from rim to rim, and you know how understaffed we are, and I'm just so I, confused. I know. <laughs> and so I know you probably, wanted to, you probably wanted to use the intercom, but there's just and no the working with that right now. The just messed up. I, like, I couldn't even get my lunch. Anyway, undercover <laughs> Sam, so sorry. I do have something for you. I, I, I really think it's crucial that you get this right now. I've been giving this to everybody uh, that it's, uh, and she, she glances over at Crater, uh, relevant to, and hands a little note to Undercover Sam. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, uh, carry on. Sorry for the interruption. Bye. Thanks. Thanks. And uh, Undercover Sam opens the note 
reads over it pretty quickly, and then folds it back up and puts it in her pocket. What does that say? Just some internal affairs stuff. Um, hmm. Bentley, I'd like to um, I'd like to steer this conversation in a different direction, if you don't mind. Would you be open to answering some questions about something else? Do I have a choice? Well, you do have a choice, but understand that we're using your answers to make an informed decision about whether you're involved with some things or not. I mean, I got 13 hours and 45 minutes left, so try me, I guess. Bentley, what do you know about stolen and or contraband android parts? Nothing, but that sounds really fucked up. Is, is someone stealing android parts? I don't know, are they? Do you know anything about that? Look, lady, I, I know nothing about that, but you're bringing it up, so I am assuming that... You're investigating something of that sort. You're looking in the wrong direction, though. Okay. Are you a maker? No, I'm not a maker. What's your relationship with Brando Lethargy? Acquaintances. They're, they're a good time. We like to get <laughs> fucked up. You know. And um, and what's your relationship with Steve? Same thing. Yeah. That, that, that kid has some good weed on him, which is which is legal in this in the Fifth Collide, correct? It's canonically correct. legal. That's correct. Okay, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you're you're 100% right about that. Yeah. I mean, I hate to I hate to pry. I did notice But, but you will. I yeah. I will. I did notice a pretty significant age difference between you and Steve and I for a minute I thought, "No, am I reading into that incorrectly?" Are you asking if I'm Steve's maker? Are you? No, I'm not. Not that I'm aware of. Do you know Steve's maker? No, I don't. Steve's is an acquaintance. We smoke weed together. How'd you meet him? Here in Paragarden. Been partying. Where in Paragarden did you meet him? Again, the last 72 hours have been a blur. I've been fucked up on every single drug that you can imagine. Which is, it's legal to be high on drugs. It's it's illegal to have the drug. (laughs) So I'm fine to say that. Okay, sure. That's canon too. Yeah, absolutely. I've been fucked up on every drug that you can imagine. I don't remember a lot of the last 72 hours. Okay. Regular Sam. No, I'm undercover Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Regular Sam leans forward sort of tensely over the table and looks at you, Riot, and just says, um, Okay, um, are you aware of recent Diplo decisions? No, like... I don't really follow politics. You don't follow politics? Okay, so you don't know anything about what's going on with the, the, for example, the edict trial? What's an edict? You don't know edict? Like, um, like the concept? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know... Because no, I kind of, you know, I, I don't watch a lot of TV. That's a wise decision, good for your health. Yeah. I feel like my mental health, like when I start watching like the news and like I like I don't have like a pip or anything like I I my brain suffers so much as soon as I like get into that. I feel like like it's just like it goes and go anyway, you know, I don't have to tell you this. You're inundated as it is. So uh, you get it. I do get it. I am honestly on the <laughs> same page as you. Understandable. You're not following deep low news. Um are you familiar with deep low technology? Like uh, cameras? Because there was some in our cells and that seemed like technology. What about deep low specific technology? Something that only deep lows have. Familiar with anything? Like, um, like weapons? No, not exactly. Do they have like, um, you know, those watches that can like count your steps? 
We are given uh, step counter watches. Oh, that's awesome. I want one of those so bad. Yeah, no, I can see how that would be a topic of conversation because those, they're expensive. They are expensive. Regular Sam holds up a hand and they point to the ring on their finger, which looks a lot like JD's ring and obviously looks similar to Beef's ring. <laughs> Do you know what this does? Uh, I mean, I think that it's really important to, like, demonstrate, you know, the bond between two people. And I think, like, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are against matrimony, but, like, not me. Not me. Like, I think that's really beautiful. I think it's, like, a celebration of love. And, like, I think that's really cool that, like, you have, like, a demonstration of your affection for another person. I think that's really cool. Okay. So, am I to understand you have no idea what this is in regards to deep low technology or or processes. Well, it's a ring, so like I think that that sets you apart in the deep low world and like I think that like it really demonstrates that you have the capacity for commitment and uh I think that probably like if I was an employer that would that would uh be like an asset for me and, and the team <laughs> that I put together. So like yeah, I can see that it would have like an impact on uh deep low processes and uh technology. There's a, a knock at the door at this point, and uh, a, a small, nervous-looking woman kind of pokes her head in and says, uh, so sorry to interrupt, uh, Undercover Sam? Uh, no, I'm regular Sam. I totally oh, understand oh, how you God, got us mixed I'm up. I'm so sorry. I just did this in the other room. I'm so sorry. I, I'm okay. so sorry. You know what today's been like. You know that I, I, I know which Sam you are, right? We've worked it's together okay. for years. Okay. We're, so sorry. We're siblings. It's, uh, it's a thing. People always get us mixed up. It's, we have the same name. <laughs> It's You're both named Sam. That's right, yeah. That's so cool. Thanks. I'm so I'm embarrassed. I just I needed to give this to you. You'll understand when you read it. I gotta go. Okay. I've gotta okay. I've gotta go sit in the quiet room. Cool. Thank thank you very much. Can I take this opportunity to try to cast a spell? Ooh, yeah. They are distracted as they open up a piece of paper. What spell would you like to cast? All right, so I am going to cast Earth Tremor, Whoa. wherein I cause a tremor in the ground uh, in a 10-foot radius around me, and I'm going to cast it at uh, third level. <laughs> so Holy shit. Really, uh, Giver, and I feel like everybody within the vicinity um, will be able to feel it, and maybe everybody in the building because the building's walls are shaking and there's something going on. So, oh, Earth Tremor, wow. baby. <laughs> the Earth Tremors. Whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> the small, nervous woman holds on to the doorframe with all of her might <laughs> as she gets shaken up like a like a like a paint can getting mixed up. <laughs> was that the intercom? Oh, and, it was, and it's a ten foot radius, right? So I feel like those other people would have felt it also. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So they almost make dexterity saving throw, but just as long as they feel it, I don't really care. Yeah, you're not okay. trying to cause damage. I'm assuming. No. The ground shakes. Regular Sam opens up this piece of paper just just as that starts happening, and they quickly glance over and then fold it up and put it in their pocket and jump up, and they're just like, oh, oh, are, are you okay? What? What was that? Was that an earthquake? Jesus, oh, we haven't had an earthquake up here in, Was it I that know, thing? You know, like, okay, so, you know, like, the spinning of the wheel, like, I knew about this because, like, my friends were all over it, but, like, there was, like, a big... Shit, is it something like that? Should I be scared? Should I be, like, worried? Um, 
I don't. Let, just give me one second. And oh man, it's not safe. <laughs> regular Sam walks out and just checks and just kind of like pokes their head out um, into the hallway, and you can hear a bunch of people out there just kind of like collecting themselves, like just a lot of like, oh, is everybody oh okay? Goodness, like, is everybody okay? Oh. And they just poke out. They're just like, everybody okay out there? Everybody okay? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That um, oh. Jesus Christ, I haven't felt something like that in is a while. like what uh, is the building okay? Like, is uh, I feel like that shouldn't have made such a shake um, in like in like an official build. Like, is are we safe here? Am I? I'm really afraid of things falling on me. Roll a deception check. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Um, the the building. I listen. This is <gasps> unprecedented. But regular Sam uh, just kind of looks at you and is just like, "Shit, we just uh, we just dealt with the cogs recently, and they've been, you know, helping us get our system set up, and they probably want to take a look at the building." Oh God, I just <sighs> this day cannot get any oh, worse. I feel you. I mean, I, sorry, I'm shaking like a leaf right now. Um, I understand. I totally. I'm feeling for you. Like this is like fuck, so <laughs> much. Oh, I'm scared. We're gonna get you and everybody in the building safe, and then we'll resume this okay. shortly. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. There is a tremor that shakes this whole building. All three of you can feel it. It shakes the table. You hear commotion out in the hallways as people try to gather themselves and try to right themselves. It's unexpected. It's powerful. But it's brief. It's over almost as quickly as it starts. Feels like an earthquake shook the building. Riot, regular Sam, gets up, leaves the room. Crater, someone who looks similar to undercover Sam, but a little bit different in a sibling sort of way, walks in. This is regular Sam, they, them. They open the door and they say to both you and undercover Sam, hey, uh, we're going to get everybody out of the building and just check it over. Something's going on. Just want to make sure everybody's safe. And in case there's another earthquake or something, let's get out of here. You guys okay? Uh, I don't know. You tell me, are we going to be okay in here? What was that? I think it was an earthquake, but we've honestly never get earthquakes up here. I don't think there's really any chance of another one happening, but just to be extra safe, I'm about to call the cogs. They're going to come and check the building. But for now, let's just get you outside so that in case anything does happen, you're secure. All okay. Right, all right, Sam, Sam, after you. Th- uh, thanks. Uh, all right, let's go. Can I pocket a bunch of those dry biscuits? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> You can take as many dry biscuits as you would like. (laughs) Celestine, same as you, as you're talking with Jurisprudence Lee, this tall sort of gangly person walks in. Their name tag says regular Sam, they, them. They walk into your room and they say the same thing. There's been an earthquake. We're just making sure everyone's safe. Let's get outside. An earthquake, you say? Oh my, that is how strange. Oh my gosh, is the chicanery of this day never going to end? I understand. It's been a day. Let's go. Jurisprudence Lee and the Sams escort all of y'all outside into Evergreen Park. You can see that the few other people who are at this jail have also been evacuated outside and are milling about. And as you're like walked over to this nice willow tree, you see a couple of cog vehicles pull up outside and some cogs. Cogs bedecked in 
what looks similar to hazmat suits step up, step out with beeping machines and start doing a sweep of the building. Meanwhile, the Sams are putting up police lines around, like police tape around the willow tree and have laid down a blanket. Uh, they've managed to get the all sorts out as well. So there are, <laughs> there's a, there's a makeshift area for y'all to wait. And with no other choice and very little staff, jurisprudence Lee and undercover Sam beckon you to sit on the blankets. And they're like, today's Deeplo activities will continue once the cogs give us the okay. In the meantime, suspects, please enjoy this nice evergreen park view. And we will be here monitoring you. Oh, thank you so much. We've been having such a lovely chat and it's so kind of you to to furnish us with such a lovely waiting spot. I do hope everything is all right inside. How come how come they have hazmat suits if it's a, if it was an earthquake? Uh, it's standard cog procedure. Hazmat suits any kind of crisis. So sorry, so my tax dollars are going and funding like this bull crap. Uh, Look, you never know when a cog's going to go somewhere and get hagged. They deserve the suits that they wear for the danger of their jobs. <laughs> God, I would hate to get hagged. I, I, I don't even like to think about it. You guys have a moment to yourselves. There are Diplos watching you. They're not far, but you at least have a picnic blanket with a police tape around it and a moment like to chat amongst yourselves if you would like it. Can you describe to me where exactly the tree is in relation to the building? I would say like probably like a hundred meters out. So it's like safely away, but you can still see it. Cool. And we can see the cogs kind of dispersing and checking. Correct. Yeah. Sorry. This goes without saying, like no one talked to the cops in there, right? No. Look, is it our intention to, to see this play out? Or uh, I do know that we would become wanted should we should we escape and there are risks to that but while we are here together i suppose there is something something i could do if y'all decide the time is right i might make y'all roll a stealth on this entire conversation uh-huh. Uh-huh. there's yeah. deepos right there <laughs> yeah but we're whispering yeah but, but they're here whispering. to monitor you like you're still suspect okay i rolled a Nat 20. Oh, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can Riot's Nat 20 just stand for the rest of us? No. I mean, no. <laughs> maybe. Maybe one of you. We'll see what the rest of you roll. I rolled a four. The <laughs> greater hasn't said shit. It's just been me and Riot talking. Okay. What's True. your roll, Steve? Steve has rolled a 13. Mm. Okay. It's not bad. A 13 and a nat 20. I could let it slide. It could just look like he was talking to himself. Jurisprudence Lee narrows her eyes, but doesn't seem to have heard anything. Celestine grins and tips his hat. Mighty fine job you're doing there. This is all under my breath because I'm fucking sick at this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like since we have to stay in town, being wanted might not be the best thing. Might be a little bit complex. Okay, having gone through similar things like this in the past it's as far as i know right now they have nothing on us Mm -hmm. because we've done nothing wrong yep we're we're detained here against our will Mm -hmm. and we're waiting (laughs) out our 24 hours which is more than half done at this point and this could cause a bit of a bureaucratic scenario and i could make it worse right now we felt like it i mean i i'm in the camp of let's wait it out and see if they actually have anything on us yeah but should i uh I mean, if you want to cause some havoc, fucking give her. Okay, so this whole time, I've been kind of, like, digging my one, like, robotic hand into the ground little by little. Just, like, it just kind of looks like I'm, like, rubbing my leg or whatever. But I'm, like, uh, going further into the dirt and, like, I can kind of feel, like, the first little bits of, like, a tree root. 
And mm-hmm. I'm going to like, like, tell me if this is crazy. Um, <laughs> but like, I feel as though because of the proximity to the building and uh, my like ability to touch the tree root that like within the ground, I want to kind of play upon like the mycelium, like the mycorrhizal network that connects like that goes beyond just the tree roots themselves that like goes into like the earth and probably into like the area of the building uh, underneath the building and the, like the foundation, uh, including maybe the pavement out front. And I want to do another massive earth tremor from my spot through that whole area while the cogs are inside. Okay. So basically while the cogs are in the building, you want to shake the building again? Yes. Okay. I am seeing that the range is self. Yeah. It's 10, 10 foot radius from you. Yeah. But I'm trying to like touch it from me and using the, uh, I guess what would we call it? Like the vibrational thing to extend since I'm using a third level. I see what you're getting at. It might be not worth it. I mean, if you, if you use a third level and if you roll like a, if you roll like a nature check with it, mm-hmm. DC, I mean, you're a hundred meters away, so I'm going to put it at DC 20. Okay. I'll let you shake the building. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you are a generous God. Thank Goodly. you. Goodly. <laughs> and, and you do well to remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Oh, oh boy, God. what is it? An 18. Oh, oh my so God. God damn it. All right. But still, I'm going to shake the area. Okay. You do shake the area. You shake the area specifically around yourself. Jesus. But it's in the ground, <laughs> so people can't tell exactly where it's coming from. I don't think that that's, that, that makes sense. It's I don't true. think it would be directional. Assume it yeah. was from you. If, yeah, if that's, that's all I'm saying. Mean. Yeah. I, I yeah. do think that undercover Sam, sorry. I do think that regular Sam might have put it together because if the if the earthquakes are regional only around you, <laughs> they might have put something together. But luckily, they're the liaison with the cogs right now. So I think your company has uh, lucked out here. Okay. And just like having undercover Sam and jurisprudence Lee there, I think other, undercover Sam, she goes, um, oh, Jesus, another one? God. Oh, God. Uh, this is vexing. It looks like the cogs are not, like, they don't seem worried. So I think... Oh, Jesus. What a fucking day. Oh, everybody okay? I'm not. I have a real fear of things falling on me. (laughs) And so this is like a bit of, uh, yeah, a bad case scenario for me. Um, But I understand everybody's plight here. Everybody's, you know, nobody's in a good spot. So, you know, let's uh, roll in this together. (laughs) In fact, maybe at this commotion a few of the cogs who were like sweeping the building come like running up having like noticed everybody shaking in this area and are just like looks like it's on the move and are like beep 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 sweeping <laughs> hazmatting around y'all now um and i think one of them probably informs jurisprudently like we're not detecting any unusual seismic activity around the building itself as of now what does it mean <laughs> what does it mean what does it mean oh jesus are we safe to go back in or no i mean it seems safe to us all of our equipment is reading uh safe it, it's giving us the safe reading <laughs> for the building uh-huh. we're gonna keep we're gonna keep chasing i think it's moved on to evergreen park there might be something actually underground some stuff's been going on in the good on wilds anyway i'm not oh. at liberty to say but uh, we might be looking at something similar here so we're gonna keep sweeping sweeping the park oh. okay uh should we go back in the building or what's 
What's the deal? Yeah, you're clear to go back in the building, although stay on high alert. Any tremors, get out of there immediately. And they, like, give uh, the Diplos, like, some sort of device for seismic measurement. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cool. Uh, jurisprudence is, like, excellent. Just in time for, well, some special guests. What does that mean? What, indeed. Hello, it's Jay, one of your DMs. I'm back again to remind you that if you're enjoying the show, you could enjoy it at us by checking out our Patreon. What is a Patreon, you might ask? Well, it is basically a monthly subscription service to us, Planet Arcana, the podcast. Sure, our show is free on all the podcatchers as it is, but we do throw in a little extra something for our patrons. For example, early episodes, without me blabbering at you in the mid-roll like I'm doing right now. But our most popular tier is called the Queen of Pentacles, and it includes an entire other monthly talkback show called Recharge, in which we discuss the episodes and give unhinged recommendations to things. It's a blast, and I will personally guarantee you will like it. Check out planetarcana.com or head straight over to patreon.com slash planetarcana and scope the deeds. <laughs> Sorry. Of course, and as always, the best free way to enjoy our show at us is to post about it and tell your friends. We appreciate every time you do, and we hope to keep making stuff you like enough to talk about it. We love you. Thank you. Back to the show. Equipped now with the seismic reader. Undercover Sam and Jurisprudence Lee start to lead you back to the building and away from the cogs who are starting to seismically read the area that you were just at, trying to solve the mystery of why there are tiny earthquakes happening (laughs) at random places. You are led back into the building, but not into the interrogation rooms. Rather, they lead you down a grey carpeted and grey wallpapered hallway, and then deposit you into a likewise grey room, larger than your cells and lit with a strong, sickening fluorescence. To your left, you see your reflection staring back at you from a large mirror that spans the entire wall. The wall to the right of you is painted with height markers, a suspect lineup wall. First thing I need someone to do, and it can be any of you, I just need you to roll a d20 for me and don't add anything. (laughs) I can do it. Please. Let's do it. Okay, 10. <laughs> Perfectly balanced. Yeah, I, I don't know why that was probably the funniest thing okay. that could have happened. Just, there's absolutely Straight no Straight up indication. and down. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We'll find out what that role is for later. <laughs> it's foreboding. Along with the three of you, a few other people start getting ushered into this room. You see first a large and powerfully barrel-torsoed woman wearing a jean jacket and a pair of jeans. (laughs) 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 She she powerfully walks in and, like, sort of silently grunts as she stands next to you facing forward. (laughs) After her, you see another woman, and you recognize her. It's synthetique, still decked out in her Sister Mary Viable lingerie uniform, You recognize her from the party in the fool room, but here she is wearing a neon green bob, a wig to match riots. The last lineup member walks in. You see a a medium-sized brown dog pants happily and woofs once in greeting. It wears a cowboy hat atop his head. I love it so much. <laughs> 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 oh, the, as, uh, as the dog walks in, you see the uh, the 
tall, powerful looking woman. She just looks over and she's like, Oh, is that Bark Rufton? Oh my god, Bark Rufton. Synthetique <laughs> chimes in. And Bark is like <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw uh, one of those dried biscuits towards the dog? Oh yeah. yeah. Can I give him one? <laughs> it's all over it. Bark Rufton's just like <laughs> 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 You hear oh, a click, so and over the intercom, you hear a Diplo's voice. It stirs Prudence. All right, let's get these uh, let's get these suspects prepped. You hear over the intercom, and then a click, as though the intercom should be turning on, uh, despite it having been on the whole time. Thank you all for complying with today's investigations. Uh, this won't take but a moment if you'll all line up in order of height against the back measurement wall. We'll proceed with jurisprudence. <laughs> you hear another sort of mechanical clunky sound, almost like from the other side, they're trying to turn off the intercom. All right, that's all for <laughs> sure this time. So uh, that's a bit of a bit of a left turn there with uh, Steve's fingerprints not being registered. What are we supposed to do about this, you know, potential off-grid part situation? And you hear another voice. You recognize it as oh, Jesus fucking Christ, what Sam is it? You recognize it as Undercover Sam. You did this to yourself. (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) You recognize it as Undercover Sam and she just says, I know, off-grid parts? I mean, like, we have to find his maker, right? Oh, this is such a headache. I have no time for this. But yes, we are now obligated to find the maker. And they've just, I don't know about yours, but mine was completely uncooperative. You hear a door open from the other side. And you hear Sam say, uh, Hi, Snoop. Thank you so much for coming. (laughs) And you hear the uh, person on the other side just say, Yeah, well, I'm here to recognize the suspects. How do people act on the other <laughs> side of these I have no idea. I'm here to recognize, <laughs> here to recognize them. <laughs> and uh, <sighs> the voice kind of gets louder, almost as if it's walking towards a microphone, and then you hear this voice say, um, yep, yep, me, Snoop Meddlesome, that's me. <laughs> I've definitely seen all three of these people. They were skulking around outside the impartial household, for sure. I recognize each of them. The, the tall android, um, the not her in the green no no the other yeah the other green yeah um, the one on the right yeah okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and uh ooh <laughs> Celestine <laughs> takes his hat off Celestine <laughs> <laughs> I I know oh, this last one's difficult it's I, I think it's the on, on the right I'm pretty sure on the right okay you're positive yes excellent the scribbling of a note and then you hear some footsteps, um, sort of like three sets of st- footsteps walk as as if they're escorting this person out. And you sort of have a moment here in the room. Mark Rufton is trying to smell all of your butts. <laughs> I think Celestine like has to has to be playing with the dog, right? Too just like oh oh, who's a good little puppy? Oh oh, is it you? Is it you? Are you a good little pup? Celestine pulls out some wheat and like plays, like tries to play tug of war with with the with the dog with the wheat. It devours the wheat. Oh, you little scamp! Time well spent. (laughs) (laughs) You hear some more footsteps uh, getting louder, approaching the microphone again, and this time, alongside the Diplos, you hear two very, very familiar voices. The first one says. Oh, I just, um, I thought I'd come and visit Beefs. It's been so long since I've seen him. And, um, oh, 
Boy, what a lineup of interesting people. Hmm. Well, of, of course I recognize, um, Steve. He's, uh, he's the one, he's, oh, does Steve have a brother? I, <laughs> well, anyway, um, yeah, Steve came over the other day and he was just talking to me about the star. Nothing more. Wellington's like, mom said I could come and I just want you to, I just want you deep lows to know that I've never seen those other two people, those other four in my life, but especially For those two, that sense. one and points to crater and that one <laughs> points to right. Never seen him <laughs> even one time. The Sam goes, okay, good <laughs> to know <laughs> the role that we did not but a moment ago there has been some developments with one of these two having gotten the ring or not <laughs> your role was to determine where the ring is right now okay unfortunately you don't know where that is the role was simply for us to realize where it is okay should you like to act on that that's up to you but I just wanted to let you know that there have been some developments and they are here. Wow. You hear Sam ask Cake, um, so you you definitely don't recognize the either of the tall people or the green wigged people? No, no. I just recognize Steve just from the one time that he came over to talk to me about the star. Celestine waves. <laughs> <laughs> How, why, why is he waving? Is the mirror working? Oh, oh dear. Should we get the cogs back in here? I think Jurisprudence like goes into the lineup room briefly, sticks her head in, comes back in, is like, mirror's operational. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you hear the footsteps all lead out of the room, and you are once again left with a moment to yourselves. <sighs> Shit. How's everybody doing? Um, <laughs> when did you get that wig? I think I got it at a clothing swap. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny that we have the same It's so funny. One of us has to change, huh? Yeah. Huh? I feel like I want to change so that I'm not a suspect in this lineup anymore. Can you I don't think you can do that, my my friend. I, I think that's kind of like a rule. I'm legally bound to this hair now. Well, like for now, I feel like it's a real like shady move to like change your appearance in the witness line. <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. You must have crimed a lot. But like go ahead. I mean, <laughs> yes, by all means. And if you'd like to attempt an escape, that would uh, <laughs> that would throw everybody off. I'm too lazy. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Can I turn to the big burly woman? Yeah, yeah. She looks at you. She's like, come here often. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know what? If I wasn't gay, oh my God. I, <laughs> you are like one of the most gorgeous beings I've ever seen in my entire life. You should like... <sighs> You should be lucky. Uh, I should be lucky. Wait, wait no, sorry. I'm, I'm nervous. My, my tongue is all tied. <laughs> my name's Rig Barley. Rig Barley? And I was I was going to say, too, that if I wasn't gay, boy, we'd be having time right now. <laughs> I like the uh, crater's type is himself. Yeah. <laughs> Bark Ruffton just goes, one time. And Rig Barley turns around and she's just like, I know, right? Uh, you, hear, you hear footsteps come back in the room, this time accompanied by sort of a harried, frantic voice. Wait a second, why didn't you wait for me? I told you I was on my way back to town. What? You have to tell me everything they said so far, and you're turning this investigation over to me, and I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Beefs, I'm sorry. You know we're so understaffed, we just thought we'd get it underway, try to get some... 
headway in this case. Sam, I, Sam, Sam, we have 24 hours. They could have waited for me to get here. I was just at the creation point outside of town. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's even better than I imagined. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Beefs, what what do you want us to do? Put them in an interrogation room and tell them to wait for me and I'll take it over from here. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, which, which ones, Beefs? Sorry? Uh, okay, well, for sure... God, which one did the did the nosy neighbor point out? What's her name? Snoop Meddlesome. Which ones did she say? She pointed out the android, the the woman on the right with the green wig, and she had a hard time distinguishing between the two cowboy-hatted people. Bring both cowboy hat people and the other two. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sam comes and collects you, dismisses Synthetique and Rig Barley, and leads you back into one of the interrogation rooms that you had been in prior. It's a bit cramped with all three of you, but she gets a couple extra chairs, sets you up, sort of nods nervously and wordlessly and then closes the door behind her and shortly after storms in. Well, you've heard the name. You've seen his teenaged face in the yearbook. In fact, you know his favorite food where he met his <laughs> wife and the title of his favorite book. And yet, are any of you truly prepared as Beefs enters the room and you finally behold him? He wears the expected Diplo uniform. A smart sage green suit with a matching cape and bowler hat, though on his cloak you note a cluster of pins and medals. Square head, square fist, square jaw, and squared shoulders that obscure his neck entirely from vision. The grit of his teeth is audible, the vein in his forehead visibly throbbing. He is here to enforce the law. He is Chief Constable, Captain Commissioner, Sheriff, Beefs Impartial. Good day and halt to you all! 